Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us on the Red Button Podcast. So today's episode will look a little different, and that's mainly because um, today is a special day for me because my husband and I are celebrating our 15-year wedding anniversary. So I thought it would be fun to have him on this uh, episode with me, so we can kind of share our experience with you on married life. And he's sitting right here with me, and his name is Sujit. What's up, Boo? Oh goodness! <laughs> you know, Shell had uh, specifically asked me not to have a corny introduction like that. So um, clearly, as we celebrate 15 years of friendship, I just had to do exactly the opposite of what she asked me to do. So uh, yeah, that's that's how it that's how it rolls. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. So, um, so yeah, like I said, we've been married for about 15, for 15 years today, and we have learned a lot about ourselves. We've learned a lot about each other, and we made a lot of mistakes along the way. And we just want you to be a part of our life and what we have learned, and we hope to share that with you. Um, so, since this is a new episode for us to do together, I've asked Sujit to think of maybe like the top two things that he has learned uh, about marriage and what he would like to share. And, you know, apart from how amazingly awesome I am, right, as a wife. That's right. Yeah. Man, 15 years. Can you can you imagine? Like 15. It's a... It's, it's been a ride. I know. It's mm-hmm. been... It, it feels like... I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, uh, okay uh, or uh, uh, right to say this on air, but I feel like we have officially become old people. <laughs> Yeah, it would be uh, fun, I think, to uh, just kind of reminiscent on all the crazy things, mistakes that uh, we have made. Uh, Not all, um, but uh, at least a a few uh, of the mistakes that we've made. Um, You know, just like how we usually talk about it and say that uh, we have stepped on some uh, landmines and have uh, lost some limbs. So... If uh, this helps someone somewhere in the, 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 the large nation of India to avoid those landmines, then I think the episode would be a win. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so what would you say is the top, let's say two things that you have learned about yourself and about marriage? Or what is that one thing that you felt was you've wished that someone had shared with you even? Yeah, so I think it'll be helpful to um, talk a little bit about the context of our uh, marriage. Um, just like how you had mentioned earlier, you know, we had a, an arranged marriage. We really did not know each other. Right. Um, and I think that uh, for me, one of the things that one of the big takeaways as I reflect back on the last 15 years was I wish I um, had uh, maybe in the first few years earlier on itself um, sought counsel um, because, I mean, uh, reflecting back, one thing that is so uh, refreshing to uh, admit is that, man, no one has figured out marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, marriage is the perfect marriage that does not exist out there. When two imperfect people get together, that's not going to result in a perfect marriage. Right. And so I, I don't think there is a silver bullet out there. But uh, um, what was helpful, I remember the first few years, uh, it, it, it actually took a little bit for me to come to this realization uh, about the importance of having um, good counsel. What do you mean by good counsel, especially for the listeners? How can you explain what that means? Um, I think I'll, I'll try to. I think that for me personally, good counsel would be one counsel that comes out of integrity. You know, people who uh, 
are, are actually not just uh, sharing a theory with you, but when you look into their life, uh, there is a little bit of consistency uh, that they're living out the counsel there. They're actually eating what they're serving. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that counsel does not mean someone who will step in and fix your problems for you. Uh, but uh, what has been most helpful for me has been people who have asked the kind of right questions that has helped me to process uh, the situation and uh, bring a little bit more self-awareness. Um, so ask the right question where they would they would not just be so focused on an action, but would kind of help me see the intent behind the way I responded uh, uh, to the situation. No, I think that's great. Yeah, I also think that we just had a great community that cared enough to ask us those hard questions. That was helpful. What about you? What is uh, the first big takeaway that you have uh, to share with our listeners? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's so many things that I have learned, but if I could go back, I think one of the things that I would say is listen to understand and not just Mm -hmm. listen to defend yourself or listen to... um, you know, get your point across, whatever it is, but just really listen to understand the other person, where they're coming from Mm. and their background to tie it all in together. And it's just not in that moment. Don't think about just in that moment, but everything is tied in together. If that makes sense. That's really helpful. I think that, I think that sometimes um, communication, the goal of communication becomes just trying to um, just get things off of your chest Mm -hmm. as opposed to um, thinking about how are we helping the other person understand where yeah. we are coming from? So. Yeah, I think I've also learned there's a difference between hearing and listening. You know, sometimes we just hear just the sounds that the pers- the speaker is saying, but we don't really take time to actually listen and it let it like sink in, like absorb into what we're like, let it set in what yeah. we're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, no, that makes know? sense. That makes sense. Yeah, what's your second one? Well, uh, the other thing I think, I think this is uh, really uh, important, at least it's been really helpful for me, um, is uh, I did not come into marriage with, uh, with an understanding of friendship in marriage. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, few years were just so um, focused on pragmatic things, you know, just uh, taking care of, uh, um, you know, paying bills and um, doing the practical things of life, mm-hmm. you know, did not really focus. I mean, we had our occasional date nights and things like that, uh, but I did not know what it me- what it meant to really pursue a relationship to build a friendship. So, uh, I how can't. Do you, how would you say that we build a? How did you? How would you define us building a friendship? I think that it was really for me. Uh, me, you know, making a, a concerted effort mm-hmm. to really know you. As, yeah. a, as an individual and and I mean it is not like I did not want to do that but I I did not I didn't I didn't that was not a, I did not know the concept you know right. conceptually it was very hard to wrap my mind because you know I mean my context uh, having raised in a small town you know I have I have seen a lot of good healthy marriage but none of that was uh, defined by a real robust friendship so I think that was a big thing for me and I can honestly say that in the last uh, 15 years um, don't get a big head you know, <laughs> that you are my best friend over the oh, years. Cue the, oh, sounds. Right, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what about you? What's your uh, second takeaway? I think the second thing that I probably learned 
is how I handled conflict and how I processed conflict. Um, for example, remember those early years, how when we used to get into those, you know, fun blowout fights oh, yeah. when I was always right and you were wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we used to get into a fight, we would process it differently and how we wanted to approach the situation, conflict. the conflict. So what I would do is I would when we fought and yelled at each other i would just go into the room slam the door lock it so he would oh, not man, would come into <laughs> no he wouldn't so he can't come into the room so i the main reason i did that is because i was an internal processor i just needed time and just and space to just really figure out what's going on in my mind what just happened i just cannot process everything in that moment to communicate what i was feeling with him and he was more of an external processor yeah. and you want to talk totally jump in? yeah i uh, i was building the plane as it flies and so i remember that when which would annoy the tar <laughs> out of me <laughs> i remember i remember thinking man because i thought everybody was ex- i did not even know the internal processing was a thing mm-hmm. and so i remember when you would go and storm into your room and uh and, and shut the door I would get so anxious because, you know, I feel like, man, I don't have any control or input <laughs> over your thought process. I mean, who is going to guide your thought process, you know, because I'm outside of that room. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that was a big one for both of us, just trying to figure out. I remember the day that, uh, uh, you know, our friends talked talk to us about internal and external processing. And it was like, uh, I mean, the penny dropped for me, you know, for it made total sense. Yeah. And so, but I think once we had the language, it was more easy. Uh, you want to you talk about a little bit about how uh, once we learned the language, um, we were at least able to move towards each other in the midst of conflict by, uh, you know, com- coming up with a plan on how we're going to deal with this. Yeah, I think what we had done was just simply just say time out to each other, you know, like I would just need to say time out. I just need time to just process what just happened. And you gave me that space once we were able to recognize what was going on and how are we processing what what had just happened. So that was helpful for me. Yeah. And it also helped him because he knows that I'm not shutting him down, but he just realized that, okay, she just needs time for a second. So yeah. he respected that. So that yeah, was helpful. I, I think what was helpful for me in the process was, uh, one, to, like you said, to know that you're not shutting me out, but mm-hmm. also the fact that we were act, we were going to pick up the conversation later. Yeah. Anytime we did that, we would actually say that, hey, before the end of the day, you know, this time. I mean, not that it worked perfectly. It was, you know, bumpy, right? Right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think that we did gain a lot of grounds, you know, once we started to build the language um, and also communicate to each other and it just felt like we we're not attacking each other right so, yeah. man, so, those were wild days yeah those are fun days i don't want to go back to those days <laughs> <laughs> i like it where we are right now so as we wrap up is there anything else that you would like to add and share with the podcast world um well podcast world thank you for listening to <laughs> us and uh, man i mean the only thing that i would say uh, add to um, all of that is that marriages definitely, I mean, this is obvious, uh, everybody knows this, but I think it's good to remember that marriage is a lot of work, but it is a beautiful work. It is a kind of work that uh, we get to enjoy the fruit of that work, fruit of the labor. Um, I would I would say that uh, make sure uh, that we, we make time for each other. Well, what do you mean by making time for each other? 
Um, I think that uh, um, a lot of time um, uh, for, I think at least for, from our experience uh, in the initial years, um, it was, it, there was a big gap between intent and action. Like I, I would, uh, we would both uh, intend to make time for each other, but it would never happen unless we actually schedule it in. And so I, uh, I remember what, when we turned the corner, when we actually started uh, spending at least a few nights a week um, having face-to-face conversation you know, on the couch and just sit and talk about whether it's our day or the week, I think that was really a good time where the building blocks of friendship was really starting to come together. Yeah, I, I, I loved those moments. It was so helpful for me um, in those moments just to be able to emotionally connect with you. And just to be able to share what's going on in my heart, like what are my anxieties that I've been carrying this week or what are some, whatever it is that I'm processing that it was just great to kind of share what's going on in our hearts. Are you telling me that I'm a very emotionally connectable guy? Yes, you are. (laughs) You're a dork. (laughs) Yeah, so that's, those are, you know, those are things that we all know, but a lot of times those are really challenging things to actually practically uh, do. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's all we have for you guys. We hope to do these more often. I had fun. Did you have fun? That was great. I, know. Was really I loved fun. it. Yeah. I know. Next time he'll talk more about how amazing I am. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you should have a podcast. Just yes. The title should be that's right. 100 Things amazing Super about Amazing Cheryl. About Me. Yes, that's, I love it. I think I'm going to try that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. And I really hope you felt encouraged and less alone. I hope to see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.